are tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by Replays, Gameware, Movies, and More, and Creative Foundations, employing individuals with disabilities. Now your hosts, Sam Dunham, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that covers everything from asteroids to Zorro. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. I'm Samantha. And I'm Cody. We have a great show for you this week. It's San Diego Comic Con going on right now at the moment. Unfortunately, we're recording this at the very beginning of it. So look for all of our coverage from that next week. But we still have some good news for you. Woo! But before, Yeah, exactly. But before we get into that, we have some things we've been checking out. I went and saw a movie. Oh, you did? Yes. All right. Da, 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 da. I went and saw Terminator. I was gonna say drumline. <laughs> <laughs> drumline. Yes, the new drumline came out, and I was, right. I was, I was so waiting. Oh man. Okay, so I, I went and saw Terminator Genesis. Okay. I, the more I think about it, the more I, um, I kind of don't like it, but I do like it. Okay. It's like a love hate relationship with it. Ah. It's better than you know Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines and Terminator Salvation. But that's not very hard because those were both steaming piles of bad movies. Yes, they were. Oh, so bad. But it's weird because the beginning of the movie takes place at the same time as Salvation. Mm-hmm. But they've got completely different people playing the characters and all that. What it's it's not bad. It's it's a dumb action flick, obviously because it's Terminator. Sure, sure. Um, there's a lot of callbacks to the original movie and two. Um, I don't know. It's. Like I said, it's not bad. Arnold Schwarzenegger is easily the best part of the movie. Well, sure, of course. Because he's playing the role he was born to play, an unfeeling robot. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the chemistry between, um, oh, what's her name? Emily Clark and the guy playing Kyle Reese. I can't remember his name right now. It's really awkward. Okay. Like, I don't, it doesn't feel right, I guess. But technically, I guess that you could explain it. it's a different timeline and she's technically a different version of Sarah Connor. Yeah, it's true, I guess. Because, like, the, the the whole movie basically uh, Star Trek reboots it. I kind of huh. figured figured as much. Uh, something happens, and it alters the timeline, and it, it kind of goes from there. Like, they recreate the opening of the original movie, with it, including a, a shot of young Schwarzenegger showing up in 1984. Okay. And then old Schwarzenegger, like, I've been waiting for you. And start they start having a robot fight. So like Jeff Bridges is his head like in Tron Legacy. Yeah, they they yeah. they basically they found a model like a, a guy who matched Schwarzenegger's dimensions like muscular wise back then, and they kind of sort of photoshopped his head okay. on there. Yeah, and he lip synced his lines, I guess. Okay, well, that's cool. Though um, uh, Bill Paxton did not uh, come back to reprise his role as one of the punks. Well, probably not. But, uh, He's too busy being mixed up with Bill Pullman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I've never understood. They're two very different actors doing two very different kinds of movies. I think it's because they were active at the same time. I guess. And they've Their got names similar the names. Same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Pax, I, I get it. Paxful, Bill Paxful. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Um, a lot of very convoluted time paradoxes going on all the time. Understandable. Like this thing happened because this person did this, but they didn't do it yet. It's, oh, geez, it's 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 mind-blowing. It hurts my head thinking about it. Mm. But also, um, Matt Smith is in it. Okay. Hey. Yeah. That's cool. You got the doctor in a time-traveling movie. Oh, who would have <laughs> guessed? <laughs> I don't know. It's, 
it's an interesting movie, and they totally uh, Marvel credit scene it. Oh sure, because yeah. that's that's the trope now. Yeah. Movies haven't been doing it lately though. Most movies I've seen lately did not have credit stuff at the end. This one did, and I I didn't even know. I just kind of like you know what I'm gonna sit here. We'll see, and they did. Lo and behold, huh. set it up for a sequel. Of course, but uh, yeah. It's it's as far as Terminator sequels go, it's 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 not two. I mean, it'll never be two. Oh no, no. Um, With the thumbs up. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, there like I said, there are a lot of interesting references and things. Uh, so it sounds like it's good for fans and bad for everyone else. <laughs> kinda, yeah. <laughs> um, the guy who is the T one thousand and two is in the movie. Okay. Uh, but he is not the T one thousand. They wanted him to come back and reprise that role, but he didn't think with his current age and physical ability. Is it Robert Patrick? Yes. Yeah, that's him. Uh, he would not be able to do it because I guess he's got like a bad hip or something. Something like that, yeah. But he's in like a hospital scene, like in a <laughs> Ow, bed. my back. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a, John Connor? That was a Don't brilliant, run fast. That was a brilliant uh, Schwarzenegger nailed impression it. I just did. You, you, <laughs> you nailed it. real proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have to go back to stop the Daleks. Oh, my God. The American Doctor Who. Where <laughs> the Austrian, Austrian American yeah. Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, it's like if they made a Doctor Who movie in America in the late 80s. They did that. They did that. Oh, yeah. They, well, oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, remember Eric Roberts was the master. Yeah. yeah. Master the, thespian Eric Roberts. Yeah. But if it was like a million dollar blockbuster film. Well, oh, yeah. There was that movie, um, Doctor Who and the Daleks, with Peter Cushing. Yeah, Peter Cushing yeah. Yeah. was was the doctor. But, but it was really more about the Daleks than anything. Yeah, plus it wasn't even the same. He was a human scientist right. who invented the TARDIS. Right. It was a really weird movie. Yeah, it was a weird one. But yeah, a little bit of little bit of history there for you kids. Yep. Um, I've been playing Lost Dimension as kind of a preview because I've been working on it for a review I'm going to do for the site, and I have a pre-release copy thanks to the folks at Atlas. Yeah. And it's pretty neat so far. It's a it's very fire emblem turn-based combat kind of thing okay but in between the missions you can talk to the different units in your group and form relationships with them and it turns out after every area of this tower that you're going up one of the people in your group is a traitor and you have to figure out which one it is oh interesting and then they have to be erased okay for ki- i guess I don't know if it's killing them or not. They, the game uses the term erased, so maybe they're not being killed. Huh. Now, is it set in, like, what's what's the setting for it? Is it, like, future space, or is it, like, like, medieval, or what is it's it? It's, like, near future. Okay. And there's, like, this crazy terrorist guy named The End that just built this big tower in the middle of the, the world, and he's going to destroy the world if they don't get to the top. Oh, okay. And a bunch of, you're, like, a strike force of psychic commandos with different skills. That sounds really neat. Now, uh, what um, what platforms is that going to be coming out it's on? It's uh, PS3 and Vita, and I'm playing it on the Vita. Okay. But it, it's pretty cool. I mean, it kind of has a Danganronpa kind of feel to it once you get to the the part where you're figuring out who the traitor is because they all stand around in a circle in front of little voting terminals where, and then everybody <laughs> votes, you know, who are they going to vote off the island. But in this case, it's the tower and they're murdered. Oh, nice. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's neat and uh, worth checking out when it comes out, probably. Cool. I don't know. Wait for the review. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I watched some more BattleBots, and uh, yeah, yeah. after watching that, the second and third episodes, um, it's become dangerously apparent that it's all scripted. 
Like, oh no! Like every, I mean, the, I mean, the fights aren't fixed, but like everything that the commentators say and everything, it's nothing. Nothing is off the cuff remarks. It's uh... all like, like there was a there was a shot where um, they were in the box. Um, the the two commentators were in the box, and there's like a a 45 degree angle camera shot down because uh, one of the robots came up and slammed up against the glass right in front of them, and you could see where they were reading their scripts. Right in front of them. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, and the uh, yeah, it's just totally unnatural. A lot of what the uh, the uh, commentators say, which is a shame. And um, it's kind of weird. Some of the uh, contestants, like it, it's very apparent that they were told just to kind of show up with your robots. You don't have to put on any fancy hats or you know any do anything goofy. And some of the contestants just did because that's what they wanted to do. And they weren't like it's it's weird it's weird I mean I I still love the show because it's you know giant robot robots fights. fighting each other but uh, yeah it's heavily like huh. edited and scripted you wouldn't think and they would need to do that because robots fighting that's yeah. good enough yeah well I mean I plus guess, there's the nostalgia factor yeah but I guess you know one of the commentators is an MMA fighter which I mean not saying that MMA fighters can't come up with perfectly good one liners you know, one liners and things but. It's like he's trying to – a lot of what he's talking about is, like, you know, equating, like, actual fighting, like, terms to, like, the yeah, the there, robots. There can't and be just, a lot of crossover and there. There's, and there's not a whole lot. Yeah, exactly. And it's – like I said, it's really scripted, like, real bad. Um, but, I mean, it's still fun. It's, you know, if you have Hulu, you know, check it out. Or it's on Sundays on ABC, I, I found out. I mean, who knew? TV, right? Who watched that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you seen that, the Penn and Teller Fool Us? No, I haven't. It's like, so you think you can magic? Oh, nice. Nice. (laughs) Like, they have, like, what was it, like, three or four magicians come out and do tricks for them, and then Penn and Teller tell if they could tell, they could figure out the trick. Okay. Okay. They don't explain it. Yeah, they just say, yeah, I figured that out. Oh, (laughs) I could say that. I could say that and not even know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I trust them that they would... Well, yeah, they are magicians, but I don't know. guys. But yeah, it's just weird that they can't elaborate because of the magician's code. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you guys remember the masked magician back in the day? (laughs) Yeah. He would, like, do tricks, and then he would show you how they do the trick. That was a great show. Oh, yeah. People... I guess magicians hated him. What was that show called? I'm sure they did. I do not remember. Oh, yeah. I don't remember any of this. You might as well be speaking a different language. Maybe I am. But yeah, gonna, I don't remember. It's going to drive me nuts. I can't remember what it was called. There was a couple times where the, it, that it got featured on the soup because the announcer would get really creepy about about women appearing on the show. Oh, really? <laughs> like the sexy assistants, the announcer would get just, he would just toe the line of really weird. <laughs> uh, well, um, I've been diving back into The Witcher again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it still continues to be very good. Cool, just cool. even like the smallest side quest is written so well that that it is interesting and there's always a twist or something neat going on which i think a lot of other open world games like that could learn from yeah even batman which i've i've narrowed down to the end of arkham knight like i've captured scarecrow but they want me to do a bunch of side missions to be able to get the very end of the game okay so batman can activate something he's calling the nightfall protocol i don't oh, know what that oh, is that's like bad armor probably maybe 
But in the Nightfall storyline, that's where Bane broke his back. And as uh, Azrael came in. Yep. Yeah. Azrael's in the game. Well, he was in Arkham City. Well, Azrael's the worst. So he he wants to be trained to become the next Batman. Yeah. Yeah, that was. In a lot it. of his missions, you got to find him and show him how to do something. Yeah. I guess. Is he wearing that weird blue and purple Batman robot armor? No. Oh, okay. he's probably he, wearing his like his Templar armor. Yeah, he looks like a Diablo character. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's that's, that's pre Batman Azrael. Yeah, he's part of some like weird order. Super cult. Yeah, yeah. but uh, no, eventually he gets like weird pointy purple Batman ar- Iron Man armor, <laughs> and then goes nuts. Yeah, like shoots a bunch bunch of uh, uh, muggers or something like that. And, like, then Batman has to unbreak his back to save the day. <laughs> but, like, the difference, the difference between the main quest and the side quests are so glaringly obvious. They put so much less thought into the plots of the side quests than they do the main story. Well, that's a lot of the Arkham games. Well, like, there's a, there's a Hush mission with that guy. Well, Hush is awful, too. And it's about ten minutes long. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's kind of what is in Arkham City, too. Yeah, it's just like so. Somebody or it went quiet at Wayne Wayne Tower. Go figure out what went on, and you go there, and then oh, there's another Bruce Wayne. Oh, it's Hush. Oh, you beat him. Yeah, <laughs> and it's basically the whole story. It's like, wow, thanks. Were you contractually obligated to put him in the game or what? <laughs> Very weird. Very weird. Yeah, isn't there a, a new one coming out here soon too? A new DLC with uh, Batgirl? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they released a trailer today uh, showcasing it, and it's a prequel to the story, and it shows Batgirl and uh, a Robin. I haven't really said which one. Is right. it is it Barbara Batgirl? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, Joker's alive. Harley Quinn is in her in her um, Bruce Tim. Oh, costume. thank God! I good. I hate the Arkham Harley Quinns. There's no thought put into their outfits at all. It's just hey, look boobs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And it's basically uh, Joker has kidnapped Commissioner Gordon. The the storyline is called like a, a, a family matter. Family matters. Oh man, they've <laughs> captured the big guy. <laughs> and uh, he uh, the Joker ki- looks at the camera and goes, "Did I do that?" <laughs> <laughs> but no, he uh, kidnaps Commissioner Gordon and says, "If Batman shows up, he will kill him instantly." So Batgirl and a Robin. Not sure if it's if it's probably Dick Grayson. If it's Barbara. Well, I don't know. There's there's speculation no. that it might be Tim. Yeah, it's I think it's Tim because there's in the main story of the original game. There's they obviously know each other quite well and ah uh, okay. Well, okay. they're probably going to build on that since they mentioned it in the game. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, it looks interesting. Um, and it's a storyline. It's not like a challenge map thing like the other stupid DLCs were. So it'd be more maybe more like a like a, the Harley Quinn's Revenge DLC or the. Uh, the cold, cold heart from Origins, where you fought uh, Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you can get it um, for cheap. Like, I wonder if you can get it alone without getting the overly expensive season pass. I think I read it's like maybe six bucks. Well, that's not bad at all. No, that's not bad. I get that. Yeah, I don't like the season pass deal. Oh no, I hate it. No, you never know what all you're gonna get. Yeah, and it's always. Well, it's not usually too much, but for Batman, it's way too much. It's like forty bucks. It's like yeah. you're buying a, a second copy of the game. Oh yeah, essentially. and, and yeah. I'll tell you, the DLC, most of the DLCs for for the Batman games are not that great. Yeah. Most of them are here's some costumes, here's some challenge maps, really no real meat to the story. Yeah. Very, there's been very little story DLCs. Yeah, I remember when they did that for the uh, Lego Batman as well, mm-hmm. Lego Batman Three, and yeah. The, the cost of the season pass really did not seem like it was worth, you know, it was like five extra playable characters and like 
five missions. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they give you like one level. Like yeah. the arrow one is just like the island. Ah. Yeah. Dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. I don't know about the Man of Steel one. I don't know if that's any good. Well, probably it's not. like the movie yeah. Man of Steel is probably terrible. <laughs> Zod's head falls off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though, uh, something I wanted to get back to on the robot fighting thing. Okay. Japan has accepted the duel to a giant robot fight. Oh, that is awesome. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, an American robotics company called Megabots yes. um, built a giant robot, basically designed to make a kind of a recreational sport where you fi- shoot giant paintballs at other robots. Yeah, they're like paintballs the size of like uh, softballs. Yeah. Basically. And uh, they're designing these robots to take damage, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and uh, eventually shut down. And then whoever is not shut down wins. It looked fun. Well, they challenged uh, Japanese maker uh, Studio Bashi, who made the Karatas um, battle armor. That you can actually buy. On Amazon if you have a million dollars. It is for sale. Uh, it's, a very, it's a very advanced robot. It's a single-person single uh, pilot, diesel fuel, has a minigun that shoots airsoft pellets, and it has this thing. I remember reading about it when it first came out. Um, <laughs> it's powered by your dead mother's soul. <laughs> no. <laughs> But uh, it uh, it has this system in it. It has a very advanced like heads up display on your screen. Of course, it's Japan. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Um, called the smile shot. The smile shot. Basically, you smile at this camera and the weapons activate. <laughs> oh, that's great! And it has tracking software, so it, the gun it will track. Yeah. If you're looking at it on the screen, the gun will track it. That's awesome. And uh, Studio, Studio Bashi has accepted the duel. And basically said, okay, okay, America, we'll fight. But you do realize we are the country who made giant robots. Yeah. <laughs> they also said that, like, all you guys did was put guns on a big thing. That's very American. Yeah. yeah it was really <laughs> funny. They said they were, yeah, they said they were going, if they were going to fight, they're going to do it with their, with their fists. And I think they're, they're going to work on, like, I heard something about they're going to work on, like, uh, quickening the hydraulic time of punches. So they can <laughs> actually have a punching robot that will actually punch quick enough to do damage. Nice. So you're going to have a paintball gun robot piloted by two Americans versus a punch robot. Piloted by one person. One smiling. Smiling. One smiling, <laughs> one smiling Japanese man. They should get or woman. Shigeru Miyamoto in there. Yeah. Oh, my God. They'd win every match. <laughs> They'd be doomed. Yeah. Their body was not ready. <laughs> he doesn't stop smiling. We're screwed. <laughs> but, no, I am super excited. It's what an age to live in yeah. that America and Japan can have it out in a friendly robot fight. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's great. I'm waiting for the, the Gundam meets real steel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, man. Just think if Russia gets in on this. Like the Chernobyl. I think, we, I think, we, uh, yeah, for Pacific Rim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Like I think cobbled we're... together from, from like the discarded parts of other robots. <laughs> Soviet war machines. Yes. <laughs> Whatever happens, Japan's robot will look cooler. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. The Karatis <laughs> is a very clean looking robot. Mm-hmm. They originally built it for uh, police work. Yeah. But it, no, I guess it really didn't take off. Um, and the American robot, the, the Megabots, it is very ugly. Yeah. It's like one of those, looks like one of those Titanfall mechs where it's like an egg, an egg with legs. It's kind of. Like, it's like Mech Warrior versus <laughs> oh, uh, a Gundam. Only. Yeah. It, it kind of was Aesthetically, like. yes, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I always thought Mech Warrior mechs were not cool looking. No, they're not very the clunky looking. And the, the, the Megabots robot is very clunky. Yeah. <laughs> Though it destroys a mean car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some videos out there of it. You should really check it there out. There was a wrestler recently that did the Street Fighter car punch thing on stage, and I forget who it was. I just saw a blurb on, like, Kotaku. I saw a Korean guy do it. 
dressed as Ryu. Oh, no, there's a wrestler that did it at on wrestling, I guess. <laughs> I can't oh, remember his name. You know what? This is cool enough. I'm going to look it up real quick. It's on Kotaku. It should be on the front page. Okay. I can't think. There it is. Brock Lesnar. You're right, man. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Okay, here he goes. Well, he's using a hammer, so already he's cheating. Yeah. Cheating. That's probably another wrestler's car. Yeah. Oh, it probably is. (laughs) You think he'll come out and say, oh, my car? That would be awesome. (laughs) Let's see. Who's... Does it say whose car? Oh, it just says a car, so... A car. It's not... It's not Vince McMahon's car or anything. No, I wish. I wish. But they do have the uh, the point counter. <laughs> like the old Street Fighter point counter up in the corner. So that's good. Well, uh, I think we, we're... Yeah, we've significantly gone off the rails here. Yeah. So, I, yeah. so uh, I think we're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we'll uh, do some news. Nerd Overload is brought to you in part by Replays. Gameware, movies, and more. Replays is the place for all your gaming needs. From retro up through current gen systems and accessories. They even have a free customer rewards program. Mount Vernon Avenue, Marion, across from the Marion Plaza. 751-4072 or online at facebook.com slash replaysmarion. Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by Creative Foundations. Hi, my name is Robert. Hi, my name is Amber. Hi, my name is Jessica. I'm Jimmy, and I work at Crave Foundations. The store that employs people with developmental disabilities. We have four locations. Delaware, Mount Vernon, Marysville, and Urbana. Our website is creativefoundations.org. Find us on Facebook.
remember when Alf had that uh, that talk show? Yep. Vaguely, on, yeah. On on uh, TV, uh, the TV Land Network, and he did those commercials with Hulk Hogan. For <laughs> what? What was that? I don't remember, but I remember the commercials. Oh man, is it like Rena Center? It might have been Rena Center. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Alf, man. How what the mighty have fallen. How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Thank you for coming back. That was <laughs> Buckner and Garcia's "Do the Donkey Kong" in celebration of the uh, Mario's thirtieth birthday Mario, anniversary. Yeah, Mario and Donkey Kong's thirtieth anniversary. Yeah, yeah. They've been married for that long. They have. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a rocky road, but they they stuck it out. Yeah. I, what that has to do with Alf, I have no idea. But <laughs> Donkey you, Kong's covered in hair. Alf's covered in hair. Uh, yeah. True. They both eat cats. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they both eat cats. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, let's get into a little bit of news here. Let's start with a real easy one. Um, Grant Morrison, the comic writer, has been uh, announced as the new editor-in-chief of Heavy Metal Magazine. Which, that's cool. Heavy Metal's cool. Grant Morrison's cool. Yeah. I didn't realize Heavy Metal was still around. I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah. You know, I've never watched Heavy Metal 2000. I've only watched Eh, the original. eh. It's not that good. The first one's way better. Yeah. Way better. I love this. one of my favorite movies, the first Heavy Metal. Yeah. You've seen Heavy Metal, but you haven't seen the long list of other movies you haven't Mm -hmm. seen. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. I've seen both Heavy Metal movies. (laughs) But, uh, but no, I think this is a good fit. Graham Morrison's kind of one of those weird sci-fi kind of authors, has a lot of heady ideas, and, you know, that's what heavy metal's kind of about. Yeah. As long as he can distance himself from that DC train. Hmm. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, his DC, his work on DC stuff has been good. Multiversity was excellent. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Again, he's you, like you said, he's not working for DC. He's not really tied to any one publisher. So, hey, why not, you know? Yeah, I... I'd buy more heavy metal. I used to keep a stack of heavy metals on the back of my toilet in my apartment. I, re- I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good times. Well, if you ever want to know what uh, Cody's bath time or bath- bathroom reading was. Yeah. Bath- his bath time reading. Bath time reading. <laughs> Candles and bubble bath. And copy of heavy metal. the heavy metal, yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, moving on from that. Been a lot of Ghostbusters stuff lately. A lot of, yeah. Uh, Paul right. Feig has been taking to the Twitters to slowly trickle out information on the new Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, I mean he's trickled out like the the, the jumpsuits, yeah, and the proton packs. Have mm-hmm. we talked about that yet? I don't think we not have. Quite, no, I think yeah. We. But I mean, there's really not much to talk about. They look like the Ghostbuster costumes. Yeah, they look good. They look like Ghostbuster costumes. They added like a. Like an orange, like emergency stripe around the front, which I mean looks which fine. Is cool. Yeah, yeah. Makes it just different enough mm-hmm. without being too different. Right. They finally brought the Ecto One out. They did. That's yeah. the big news. Yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's not a, it's not a Cadillac ambulance. Nope. It's a. Looks like a, like a, like a, a nineties hearse. Or like I, a station wagon kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a hearse. It's a hearse. It's a hearse. Okay. I read somewhere that it's an eighties, like an eighty-five hearse, for, like from the year. Ghostbuster, the oh, original cool. Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. really, it, is, really cool. it is like that squared shape. I mean, yeah. it looks kind of like the front of it looks kind of like a Crown Victoria. A little bit, yeah. Um, but I like it. It's it's it looks like the Ecto One enough for visual recognition, but it's also different enough. Like everything else, they seem to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's even like a little ghost hood ornament, and I love it. <laughs> I, I didn't <laughs> notice that. Yeah, yeah. It, it almost looks like a little Pac-Man ghost with like arms reaching out. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> That's cool. I, you know, I like it. It's a, a white with red trim. Yep. And the like the back end is red. Yep. The like the hearse cab part is painted red. Right. Right. But it's still got like that silver like hearse emblem symbol thing on the side, whatever right. that is. Yeah. 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 
And there's like, I guess there's like a, like a sticker on the back that says stay back 500 feet at all times or something like that. Yeah. But no, I, I think it's really cool. Yeah. No, it's, it's interesting. Um, everything it, they've had so far has a very DIY look to it, which and, is cool. Which is the way Ghostbusters should be. Yeah. You know? That's one thing I was thinking about it when I was looking at the pictures today. It was like, what is all that crap on top of the Ecto-1 even for? You never see them ever use anything with it. That Ghost is a good question. equipment? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, but they always get calls. They know where they're going. It, it just takes all that stuff to make the ambulance noise that's a little different than a regular ambulance. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you think, uh, do you think uh, Slimer will be in the movie? I hope so. I mean, I understand he's kind of like the Mickey It'll Mouse of the... It'll be the Slimestress. The <laughs> Who knows... Are we sure on Slimer's gender to begin with? Well, Slimer was supposedly based on uh, um, John Belushi. Oh. Yeah. That his his uh, initial design was based on that because the original idea for Ghostbusters was Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi as two, like, they're like, ghosts are like normal, and they're just like exterminators. They're just two jobbers. And uh, after he passed, they kind of reworked the script and, and to what it was known as today. But yeah, originally it was just John Belushi and uh, Dan Aykroyd. The Blues Brothers getting together, fight some ghosts. Blues Busters? The Blues, Blues Busters. <laughs> hey, I'd watch that movie. I would too, yeah. Perfect. We're on a, we're on a mission from Zool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. The, the, more, the more I see from it, like the more I'm convinced it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, there are some people out there that aren't they're like way too bent out of shape about it not being their Ghostbusters and all this stuff. Hey, you know what? Who cares? Yeah, relax. Like, yeah. there's a lot of people like there's nothing wrong with any of this stuff that they no. released. Everything is absolutely fine. And there's so many comment threads of people just immediately shutting it down for no good reason. You know what? If they wanted the exact a remake of the exact same movie, like beat for beat, the exact same thing as the original Ghostbusters. Go watch the original Ghostbusters. Yeah, there's no you know point. What? There would be no point. Exactly. There would be no point in remaking it or putting your own spin on something if everything was exactly the same. I mean, there are like they seem to be genuinely invested in making a good Ghostbusters film. Yeah. If, if fans want to get mad about bad movies like Coming Back from the Dead or something, there are plenty of ones out there that you should be mad at. Plenty. Ghostbusters, it's fine. Yeah, they're doing it right. Yeah, it, it's 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 people who are genuine fans making a good project. Yep, I would be a little more worried about the project if it wasn't Paul Feig. Yeah, but I trust just about everything the guy does. Oh yeah, he's I mean, great. Yeah, he's a comedy genius. He's yet he's yet to put out a movie that has not been great. You know, The Heat was good. I enjoy that movie. It's funny. A Bridesmaids was excellent. I loved Bridesmaids. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't. I mean, there is a there is a theme. You know, Melissa McCarthy. No, oh, sure. Yeah. She's definitely. I, I I read something about her the other day. Somebody called her the uh, the female Chris Farley of like the current generation. I don't know if I believe that because she doesn't do enough. Yeah, uh, slapstick. Yeah, she doesn't no. do the same kind she of comedy do a bunch at of all. Physical comedy. No, not really. No, that's that's just a, a broad stroke because they're both bigger. Probably. Yeah. And I don't. I don't. I don't agree with that. But you know. She is funny. She's I, incredibly funny. I do funny. enjoy yeah, her. Yeah, she's great. I kind of wanted. I kind of wanted to watch that spy movie with her and uh, uh, Jason, Jason Statham. Statham. Yeah, we almost saw that a couple of times and ended up doing something else. <laughs> but uh, speaking of casting in that movie, they also cast the the main villain or someone who they claim is going to be playing the main villain. His uh, actor's name is uh, Neil Casey. Uh, he hasn't done a whole lot of acting. He was a writer for SNL for about a year and a half. He's done some other stuff. The main thing he's done 
here recently was Paul Feig's online show, Other Space, the one I talked to. Yeah, that space comedy. About where he plays probably the funniest character on the show. And uh, we don't know anything about his character. We don't know. He'll probably be like the Peck character. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the EPA. Yeah, I would hope so. Something like that. I'm either hoping it's either that or it's um, one of the early drafts of an early scrapped version of the Ghostbusters 3 was like the Ghostbusters going up against like one of those ghost hunter type like extreme shows. Oh man, that would be great. That's and if, a great concept. And if they cast this guy as like, you know, one of the ghost brothers or like something the, like Zach that. Like Zach Bagans kind of guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> if, they, if they do something like that, that might be fun. Oh God, I imagine it like almost like that rivalry in uh, like in Twister. Oh yeah, in between like the, the storm hunting crews. Bill Paxton. Yes. The Bill Paxton. There we go. We the talked Paxton about him earlier. Carrie Ellis. <laughs> yep. Welcome back to the Paxton cast. <laughs> yeah. Paxton cast. <laughs> uh, speaking of other casting news, that's getting kind of crazy. They found their Aunt May for the Sony slash Marvel Spider-Man reboot. Yeah, this was kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, Marissa Tomei. Yeah. Of years of having an older lady be, be uh, Aunt May. We're now getting... A 51-year-old M.A. Yeah. We are 20 years younger. We are only 20 years younger than Aunt May. Aunt May is now my mom. They're definitely skewing younger with this Spider-Man yeah. film. <laughs> he's supposed to be playing a 15-year-old. Yeah. Like he's, Spider-Man's supposed to be 15 in this. He's being played by 19, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, I, I'm all for it. I think it's cool, but uh, I would not have guessed... No. You know, someone no. as young. I would have picked someone mid-60s, probably. Oh, yeah. But, hey, if it works, it works. And Tomei's a good actress. Oh, yeah, of course. You know. I, I, and Marvel does have a hand in it, so I, I feel that it's going to be a good Spider-Man movie. Oh, yeah. Or at least I hope. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> with the exception of three with Tobey Maguire, there are, the Spider-Man movies haven't been bad, per se. They've no. all been good. No. Two was, two, one was okay. Two was great. Two was great. Three was... I don't even want to talk about it. Well... It's awful. Yeah. And then the Andrew Garfield ones, I have enjoyed both of those. Oh, sure. Yeah. I wish they would... I wish they, you know, would have stuck it out and finished it, but... Yeah, well, i tell you what the problem with three was. Um, it was uh, Sam Raimi having to shoehorn Venom into that movie where he, a character that he did not care about and did not want to use in his film. Yeah. That was the whole reason behind yeah. that whole mess. There was just a lot going on in that movie to begin with. I mean, you have Sandman, who, yeah. in my opinion, is a terrible Spider-Man villain. The guy, use. the guy from Wings. Yeah. <laughs> and then you had like the resurgence of the Goblin again, and I feel like I almost feel like two should have had like the symbiote, and then three would have been just a whole movie of if if you knew the fans wanted Venom, just have, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I've never been a huge Venom fan to begin with. I like Venom. I've always liked Venom, but that's been like the 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 Wolverine of like the Spider-Man universe. Like, oh man, he's so edgy and cool. Everyone should love him. Eh. Isn't Wolverine the Wolverine of the Spider-Man? I guess Wolverine. Yeah, that's true. As far as as far as this the Spider-Man cast characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if we're still going on the uh, the casting train, uh, Elodie, an actress named Elodie Young, was cast as Elektra for For season two Daredevil. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, I mean, I was excited in... Did you ever finish it? No, God, no, no. You I, need to. You really need to. Yeah, probably. Uh, you know, at this point, we're just going to have to spoil it. Yep. It's been it's been long enough. They no. mentioned... Yeah, no. Okay. Well, then, I guess not. 
She was mentioned in the first season, but that was about it. In that's, a all you, that's all you needed to say. Okay, yeah, I thought you were going to get way spoilier. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler? No, that, was, that was me getting non-spoilery. Okay. Yeah, I mean, she's mentioned in the first season, but uh, you don't, that's it, like, in passing. Yeah, I felt that was more, like, you know, just for the fans, but yeah. not with the fact that it's actually happening. Yeah, and I mean, we know she's going to be good as, like, a, a lady ninja, because yeah. she was already a red-clad lady ninja in the second G.I. Joe movie. <laughs> Yep. Which was a cinematic classic for all time. Hey, man, it had the RZA as the hard master. So <laughs> better recognize. Jeez. <laughs> When's G.I. Joe 3 coming? I don't know. You know it is, and you know it's going to be worse than 20, the other ones. I wish, 2015 ever. I wish they would make a G.I. Joe Transformers shared universe. I know. Those comics are so great. I mean, but but think about it. Okay, think about this. You know, they've had so many in the Transformer movies, they've had so many Transformers get blown up. In G.I. Joe, they have like crazy technology that no one can explain why it's there. Why don't they have a shared universe where it's like the U.S. government is backwards, like engineering, engineering cyber, Cybertronian old, tech, like dead Transformers into into, you know, jetpacks and like laser guns and give them to the G.I. Joes. Why don't they just make a G.I. Joe movie that's an action comedy? Yeah, I mean. Because, I mean, be good that too. suits the tone of the animated show. Yeah. I want Sergeant Slaughter just to come back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was the best part of G.I. Joe. <laughs> a G.I. Joe movie could be so good and it so funny. Be. It could be. They but tried the comedy a little bit in the first one. With, no, did they? Yeah. With, well, they, with, they cast the lesser Wayans, brother. Yeah. So that's about it. <laughs> well, they did a real bad job. Yeah. And it the, had the doctor in it. Oh, yeah, it yeah. did have yeah. Christopher Eccleston, yeah. yeah. As the, Destro. As Destro. The more I think about it, the first one was actually better than the second one. Oh, sure. One. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're both mind-numbingly terrible, but the first one was less bad. So bad. Yeah, but hey, the second one had Bruce Willis as the original G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Cobra Commander did look pretty awesome. He did look pretty rad. Movie. Yeah. God, yeah. Was, that first movie when they revealed Cobra Commander, I wanted to vomit. Yeah. I always thought that, well, until they announced they revealed that he was... Cobra Commander, I thought that was Dr. Mindbender. He kind of was. Yeah. Although the, Mindbender had that mustache. He looked like Freddie Mercury, like Dr. Freddie Mercury. Yeah. They Baron Freddie Mercury. Yeah. They should have just did Mindbender like he is in the the cartoon. He looks hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Embrace your source material. Like yeah. They don't want to. Yeah. They don't want to. They don't want to make fans happy. Well, they apparently don't want to make good movies either. Apparently not. No, no. <laughs> Well, do we want to stick with the uh, the movie news for a little bit? Sure. Okay. Um, there was a trailer for the new Ghost uh, Goosebumps. Go Goosebumps. <laughs> Goose Goosebusters. <laughs> the Goosebusters. Hissing at you in a parking lot. Yeah. 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 That's scary. Yeah. That is scary. Geese are terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Now I'm feeling like now I'm thinking of like some like direct to DVD horror movie about killer yeah, it's geese. Like Birdemic. It is. Yeah. Geesebusters. Or, or the or black sheep with uh, geese. Geesebusters from Asylum Films <laughs> coming to your Sci-Fi Channel this fall. But no, Ghost uh, Goosebumps. Kind of almost said it again. <laughs> The new Goosebumps movie trailer has come out, and it looks pretty great. Yeah. For, for like, what is obviously a doofy kids movie, like, it looks pretty funny. Like, yeah. I'd see it. Yeah. When I watched it, the first thing I thought was, this is the exact plot of the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and it is. It is. Yeah. Where, you know, like, they let loose a whole bunch of, like, monsters from the books, and they have to go catch them. 
with yep. uh, with Vincent Price. Yeah. Well, yeah, in in Scooby Doo, but no, in this one it's uh, Jack Black, right? Yeah. Jack Black is R.L. Stein. Yeah, playing a fictionalized version of R.L. Stein. Uh, boy, I, w- I wonder what the real R.L. Stein thinks of that. I think he signed off on it, so yeah. I mean, I'm sure, he's, but he's I mean, involved. yeah, oh, he's sure. a funny guy. I follow him yeah. on Twitter. Oh, he's a too. funny yeah. guy. He is a funny guy. Does he still live in Columbus? Got out of Ohio. Sure? Either way, we should get him on the show. Yeah, <laughs> we should. There we go. Next interview. You heard it here, folks. Yeah, R.L. Stein. Oh. Hashtag confirmed. Hashtag confirmed. Yes. But, but no, it looks good. No, I mean, it's interesting. Um, watching the trailer, I haven't read a Goosebumps book in a long time. Yeah. Uh, Steph's been reading them, though. She can read a couple a night. Cause the, I didn't realize, I, I never thought about it until I got older and seeing them on a shelf, how thin they are <laughs> compared to the books I read now. They oh, yeah. Big font in them, too, I think. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Um, but, like, a lot of, like, the monsters I remember, like, popping up and stuff. And then I saw Slappy the Dummy. And I had like a childhood like regression panic attack. <laughs> I hate that thing. He's the scariest Goosebumps monster by a long shot. Night of the Living Dummy was my the the, ser- the series I never wanted to read, but I knew I had to. Yeah. He would hit people. He was the only monster that actually like hurt people. The other ones were just scary, and he was actually you know a violent dummy. It's scary. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I w- I always had a little bit of trouble with the uh, haunted amusement park one. That was kind of a weird one. Yeah, that gets pretty creepy. Is yeah, that, is that was that the uh, the choose your own adventure one? No, there was a choose there your own was, adventure. Okay. There was okay. There was I yeah. But Welcome to horror land. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, uh, you think they'll have the sponge under the sink? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> monster blood. Oh, I know, right? Or the haunted mask. The the plant monster in the basement. Ooh, that was a good one. That, that was one that, of my favorite. That, ones. that is yeah. a good one. That was a really good Ooh, one. Ooh, the mummy. The mummy one was good. Yeah. The mummy. Yeah. Uh, I, so far in the trailer, I saw the the snowman, the abominable snowman, or the yeti, or whatever you want to call him. Uh, the evil lawn gnomes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Slappy. Did that, they have the masks? I, I the monster I, time masks or I, whatever they were called. The haunted mask. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, it's there's a lot. There's like a big group shot of like all the monsters together. It's hard to like to pick out who's all there. Yeah. I wonder if one of the kids in the, some kid in the in the movie will get turned into a dog. <laughs> oh God, yeah, I remember that one. Oh yeah. man, do you remember the Ghostbumps show? Yes. Yeah, you think they'll put the theme song from the show? You think oh, that would be? It's got to be in there somewhere. Or like, or or, or have a scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or have a scene where like Jack Black's holding a briefcase and like it falls open and like pages just blow out everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. I don't know. I'm I'm very nostalgic about it. I mean, I'll I'll probably watch it. At Me some too. Point. I loved Goosebumps when I was a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't get into like you know Fear Street and stuff like that. I read a couple I, Fear Street. I was a, I was always a Goosebumps person myself mm-hmm. when it came Fear to Street's more was more teen focused. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. I just, I don't know. I was I think I, like at that point I was reading um, Christopher something. Lloyd. No, God. <laughs> Marty! There's a monster under my bed! <laughs> Marty, I have some haunted dolls! You are the devil! You are an How awful much can p- I get for the money, babe? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, if you ever want an afternoon where you have nothing to do, go on eBay and look up haunted dolls. You will not be disappointed. Yeah. Or look up the legend of Robert the doll. That thing is oh, terrifying. Oh, God, yeah. That, that thing, thing is terrifying. I don't know what that is. My, my team leader went to Florida for the last week, and he came back with pictures of the damn doll. You're not supposed to take pictures of that doll. 
there's a haunted doll in a museum in Florida that apparently is evil and uh, gets up and like. Yeah, it know. is. It has hurt people in the past. Yeah, it was locked in a house. Wow. And it like people reported seeing it sitting in the windows, different windows. In a locked house? I don't know. That sounds an awful lot like someone's having a little fun with some people. I don't know. I don't. But it's And it's a creepy again, looking I don't, doll, I don't too. go into any of that haunted doll stuff. Yeah. I don't, it's a eh. creepy doll anyway. It's like one of those old, like, vintage, like... Yeah, it's scary looking. It's a turn of the century creepy. Okay. Yeah. Do I actually believe it? No, but it's fun to... Oh, sure. It's, it's <laughs> fun to think about, but no, I don't... Yeah. It gives me too much of the heebie-jeebies to even entertain the thought. Yeah. Well, uh, one more movie thing. Um, they announced the directors for the Han Solo uh, solo film. The Han Solo solo. <laughs> the solo solo film. Yeah. Um, Han Solo Cup. Yeah, Phil Lord and uh, Chris Miller. The Lego movie guys. Two geniuses who never do anything wrong ever. Yeah. <laughs> the, two geniuses that can do no wrong. Yeah, if they make it like a buddy heist movie, like... 21 Jump Street, but with Han and Chewie. <laughs> that would be perfect. I did read that it's supposed to be like a young Han movie. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, no, they're not going to they're not going to do a solo movie about uh, Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. <laughs> it's going to be Chris Pratt. Yeah, it'll it's going to be Pratt. <laughs> Chris Pratt is. Oh man. oh, man. If Chris Pratt is Han Solo and then Chris Pratt is, is Indiana Jones. We'll have come full circle. Oh, yeah. snap. He can't be everything, you guys. Yeah, he can't. Right? I want him to be everything. Darn it. Like, honestly, though, I can't think of anyone better. Yeah. Although, you know what? If they they can't really use Chris Pratt because he's the same age as Han was in A New Hope. Oh, that's true. So, I mean, it would be like contemporary Han. <laughs> so they'd have to skew younger. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I'd hope to, like, maybe see, like, Han, like, being in, like, the Imperial Academy and something and saving Chewie and gaining that life debt kind of thing. That That would be cool. Yeah, they pretty much have to show that if they're going to go into their past. Yeah. Get a young La- uh, young Lando. Yeah. In there. Yeah. L- winning, like, the, the card game that won them, the Millennium Falcon or whatever. Yeah. That would be cool. Oh, man. I'm, I am I like the idea that, that Disney Lucasfilm is going with this whole, you know, uh, anthology series. Yeah, me too. Me too. Like, I also heard a rumor that Darth Vader might be in the Rogue One uh, anthology movie. Cool. Really? That's cool. It's supposed to be about stealing the Death Star plan. So. so I mean, there's like 30 years of st- of like time. Oh, I that know. That they haven't touched on. Yeah. Or barely touched on at this point. And with, so, with characters you actually like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so far, there's a Boba Fett movie. Oh man. There's uh, there's there's the Rogue One. Now there's Han Solo. Guys, I got it. Jar Jar Binks, anthology <laughs> film. Year one. Year one. <laughs> Binks year one. Yeah. <laughs> so it opens up as him as a tadpole. Yes, <laughs> a duck-billed tadpole with baby dreads. <laughs> Misa's just a baby. Max Rebo bi- uh, biopic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, figuring down on the modal nodes behind the music. <laughs> I thought they did that on, like, a robot chicken sketch. They probably they did. They probably did. Oh, yeah, anything you think of, it's probably been done somewhere. <laughs> hey, maybe they'll redo the Ewoks into a good live-action movie, and not the one with the two kids lost on Endor. I don't want any Ewoks movie. No. <laughs> oh, no, thank you. No, although they're going to be back in the new in episode at least seven. W- at yeah. least Wicked is. Yeah. What I heard is it might be that they're going, uh, they're getting, they're stealing something from the body of Darth Vader. Vader, and he's still like charred up in the center of the Ewok village. Like, so they have yeah. to go back to the Ewok village, and Wicked's going to be there as like a chieftain or something, or something yeah. like that. 
Which, I mean, would be cool. That'd be a cool yeah. nod to the previous films. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And I'm sure there'll be lots of that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there is. There On top some, of building yeah, the new... Yeah, there's some Ewoks in there. Why not? Yeah. Ewoks getting blown up by, by the First Order. Space bears. Space bears. Space bears. Space bears with pointy sticks. Space teddy bear picnic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, nub nub. Well, um, moving over to some game stuff... Um, Lego Dimension. We've been talking. We've oh, talked about that before, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's the it's the Lego Toys to Life Skylanders esque thing. Yeah, and, and it's getting better all the time. Yeah. You want to talk about that? Yes. Uh, they released the trailer today, showcasing the Doctor Who level and set pieces. Oh man, I'm so excited. Batman meets Doctor Who. I and mean, it's pretty great. And yeah. it blows his mind. Yeah. Yep. And Gandalf. And Gandalf, Gandalf, Gandalf doesn't Who. understand. Yeah. Yep. He doesn't quite get it. But no, that's great. Space Wizard is telling me things. <laughs> but no, it's... Oh, man. And it's it's so fan-awesome. I mean, there's there's Cybermen. There's Daleks. There's a big, giant Dalek. Yeah, there's the Supreme Dalek. Uh, there's a Cyber King. There's... It seems like Peter Capaldi actually voicing himself. Oh, yeah, yeah he did. Uh, and then uh, they showcase... You're able to choo- play the different Doctors... All Which makes 12. me wonder how how many of the voice actors are they going to get? How many of the actors are they going to oh, get to none. do that? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to get Sean Pertwee to do uh, his dad's because he he looks and sounds just like. Oh, I know. I saw a picture where somebody uh, photoshopped his dad's hair on him, and it's yeah. spot on. It's oh yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, Sean Pertwee is uh, Alfred in the Go- uh, in Gotham. Gotham. Yep. And then um, uh, the guy who played Filch in the Harry Potter films did a perfect job as the first as William Hartnell, as Hartnell. in that in that, B- that BBC TV yeah, movie yeah, about yeah. the and he, he did really well at that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they can get close with I mean, a lot of them. Yeah, a and lo- I'm sure they'll get Matt Smith and. Uh, oh, I'll bet it's just a skin switch for the Doctor that's already there. I don't know. I, I, that's I would all like, they're gonna do. I would like to see a voice pack change. It would be nice, but I. I doubt it. It does seem like a lot of work. Yeah. But hey, you know what? They seem to be really knocking it out of the park with the, with the rest of the stuff. Oh, I know. Yeah. With the Back to the Future stuff. I wouldn't and be everything. surprised if they went the extra mile for it because they know Who knows? the fans want it. Who knows? This might be like the greatest toy game ever invented. <laughs> Maybe. Well, don't set your sights too high. I'm sorry. I'm really hyped up on Doctor <laughs> I really, really love Doctor Who. Yeah. I, I love Doctor Who. Yeah. I, I saw a still of uh, the Doctor writing on a uh, canine. Yeah. Set piece. That's cool. I mean, they're really they're really de- they're digging in there for this. Really cool. And it seems like it's like actual like levels. Like we're almost getting like mini versions of these different Lego games. Like we're getting inside the TARDIS for a level. Oh yeah, yeah. the TARDIS, and then there's the stuff with the Daleks and everything. And Did mm-hmm. you see this? There's a bit of Scooby Doo in the in that trailer. Yeah. And they put this like cartoon filter over top of the Scooby Doo level that looks kind of neat. Uh, oh, uh, they showcase a little bit of the portal level. With Homer Simpson falling on his head. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't realize that was Portal. Yeah. But you're right, it was. Yeah, it's Portal. It's one of the one of the aperture test chambers. Yeah. Yeah, so if you ever wanted a game where the doctor meets Homer Simpson inside of a portal chamber, you can have that. Yeah. Or the doctor meets Doc Brown. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they showed that in, in the in the trailer. Time traveling yeah. buddies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now if only they had a Bill and Ted set. Get all the time travelers I see, together. I could see him do. That's universal, I it think. Is. But I mean, who knows? You never know. Who yeah. knows? They got Wizard of Oz. Uh, oh boy, aren't you excited for that Wizard of Oz set? Actually, I kind of am. <laughs> that might not be a, a terrible one. It, no. would, it would be cool to have like Doc Brown or the Doctor go through the Wizard of Oz level. Yeah. <laughs> 
That would be kind of neat. Um, but no, I, it's it's just amazing. What no, all the yeah, stuff they're pulling it's off of it's this. crazy. It's yeah. it's a very ambitious game. Mm-hmm. I went from going, I'm not paying a hundred dollars to that, to going, I'm gonna have to pay a hundred dollars for that. <laughs> oh yeah, I had pretty much thought about. I was like, you know what? Maybe I won't. I don't need a toy collector game. I didn't play. I didn't play. Uh, uh, Disney Infinity all that much. I got bored of it really quick. This seems like it's going to be more than just building a toy box and running around in it. It seems like you're actually getting levels to go along with all these little play set packs yeah, you're getting. Plus you get Legos to build. Like, oh, yeah, it's not exactly. just a useless hunk of plastic. Yeah. Like, well, exactly. you know, Legos are kind of a lot of useless They're hunks of plastic. They're even smaller tiny useless yeah. hunks of plastic, but you, but actually you put them together a, for something. You actually get to use the toy for something outside of the game other than just to sit there. Yeah. yeah. And as you a build fan, it and then it sits there. Yeah. As a fan of Lego, I am extremely excited. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's about all we have time for this week. Uh, again, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for listening. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. Make sure you keep an eye on the website, being San Diego Comic-Con time. There's going to be a lot of articles. There's going to be a ton. Well, in theory, there's going to be a ton <laughs> of articles. We'll see We'll see how that goes. You can find us at facebook.com uh, slash Nerd Overload website. Yep. Email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. Or you can twit us the tweets at nerd underscore overload. And we've actually had a couple people twit us the tweets a little bit. Uh, But anyway, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And we will be back next week with a bunch of San Diego Comic-Con news. Stay tuned. This show was sponsored in part by Replays, Gameware, Movies, and More, and Creative Foundations. Creative Foundations.